Hey everyone and welcome to another edition of Jay's Talking. Matt and Andrew here to bring some baseball talk from our living rooms to yours. Just a heads up, all of our interviews are up on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and now Apple Podcasts. So go check them out and be sure to drop a subscription. Today's guest was a 29th round pick in the 2018 MLB draft out of Central Florida. Please welcome pitcher Cree Finfrock. Cree, how you doing today? Doing good, how about you? Doing pretty well, man. What's been going on during quarantine? Uh, just another day and living a normal life, I guess. Uh, working, um, still working out, throwing, really just kind of, I guess, getting a, a feel for what it feels like to be a nine-to-five job, I guess you could say. What's, what kind of work you've been doing? Uh, I detail boats. So I'm at a boat yard all day on boats. Um, you name it on a boat, I'd do it. So besides fixing them, besides fixing them. <laughs> Has that always been a thing? Did you, did you just start getting into boats or how, how did you land that job? Did you, you've always been a big boat guy? Yeah, I grew up around boats, fishing, um, anything to do with the water I've always kind of done. Um, during the off season, just kind of fell into my lap. I just was driving around to all the different marinas and um, being in my towns uh, based, uh, based on water. I just drove around every marina looking to get hired and they just happened to be hiring. So got lucky and it just turned out to be an awesome job that I've stuck with. So that's a good job. You're not sitting around the desk. You're, you get to get outside, you get to meet the people. I'm sure, I'm sure that's a fantastic uh, job. What other hobbies have you been uh, doing during quarantine? Any, any new hobbies or anything? Nothing new. Like I said, just fishing. Um, that's really about it. I work, throw, work out and fish. It's really all about. That doesn't sound like a bad. That doesn't sound like a bad deal right now. But yeah, nothing, nothing too interesting. But just the basics, I guess. So you're born in Seneca, South Carolina, and you live in Jensen Beach, Florida, right now, correct? That's correct. So where does the name Cree come from? We're we're all wondering how'd you get the name Cree. So I believe it's my dad's great uncle. His name is Crescendo, and his nickname was Cree. And my parents just liked Korea they don't want it to be crescendo so that's kind of where it stemmed from a lot of parents do that they they get the they get the great uncle some kind of great great uncle from years ago that had a had, had, a, had a good name and, and they always end up naming like a kid that or something mm -hmm. I have a couple of friends who are like that definitely when, different when did you first start playing baseball man uh honestly I couldn't tell you an age I've just been playing it since I can remember I don't know when I started, maybe, I don't know if it's a three or four year old thing. I'm not really sure. Just as long as I can remember. Yeah. I think everybody we've interviewed said uh, three to four or five, five years old, they start picking up the bat or they start throwing the baseball around the backyard. And uh, who are some of your favorite players growing up when you were watching the game early? Honestly, I didn't really watch a ton of baseball growing up. I mean, I played it. I, I just never really had anybody I mean, I went to games. I just never really watched it on TV, so I never really had a favorite player necessarily growing up. Um, not even necessarily a favorite team, but, I mean, recently I've obviously, being from Florida, I liked the Marlins, and then now obviously the Blue Jays. So, um, yeah, it's just I never really – I was more of an outdoors person. I never really was inside watching TV. I rode dirt bikes, fished. Uh, didn't really do a whole lot inside, so. You went to uh, Martin County – uh, high school in Florida, four-year letter winner uh, for baseball. 
He also wrestled in high school. Mm-hmm. Do you think that helped your mentality as a reliever uh, coming out on the mound, having to have kind of like a bulldog mentality? I guess you could say so. I mean, I've never really put that two and two together, I guess. Um, I know when I wrestled my coach, we it was drilled into us just intensity, intensity, intensity. Obviously, being a wrestling, it's one-on-one, kind of, like, I guess, same with the pitcher as a pitcher and a batter. So it's... You got the opportunity to play uh, with Team U-Triple-S-A, uh, and you got to go to the Czech Republic. What was that experience like for you? That was awesome. It was – I think it was the first time I ever was out of the country to that extent. Um, whole different world over there. It was, it was fun. Um, different people, different languages. It was fun to experience different cultures. And especially as a high schooler, you, that had to be kind of a culture shock to you, right? Yeah, for sure. I couldn't understand anybody's language. Um, didn't understand any signs. We were kind of stuck to our hotel and we kind of wandered off a little bit, nothing too far. Um, and then just seeing the different uh, architecture of, they have over there, it's completely different from Florida. So it was kind of a shell shock. You were taken by the Brewers in the 26th round of in, four, in 2014 draft out of high school. Was that a tough decision to pass up and go to college? Were you, were you, was that weighing on you or what, what were you thinking at that point in time? Honestly, at that point in time, it wasn't a hard decision. I had my heart set to go into college. Uh, I just loved uh, UCF. I loved the atmosphere around there. I loved the team. Um, yeah, it wasn't really a hard decision. Um, I mean, maybe it would have been if I was been earlier, had more money offered, but it wasn't. Um, I had I'm had my heart set just from from the beginning, really. What was that experience like going to UCF? You're you're a freshman. You're coming in. It's one of the biggest schools in the nation, and mm-hmm. you're just a, a freshman. How was that uh, transition for you? Uh, it was fun. I mean, like I said, it was it was an awesome school, awesome surrounding area. Um, Right there in Orlando, Oviedo, it's a beautiful area. Um, a lot of traffic, a lot of people. Um, when you're there, it, also, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's any different than any other college town. More, more people, less people. It kind of just felt normal to me, I guess. I don't know. I've been to other schools, and it just kind of seemed the same. You don't really see all 60,000 or however many students there are. Two of your teammates from your high school went to UCF with you, Brad Rowley and James Vasquez. How nice was it having them around and, uh, you know, especially during your freshman year? Yeah, it was awesome. It made the transition to going there a lot easier. I knew people on the team. Um, I wasn't going in, in there not knowing anybody. Um, James was – I'd never played with him, actually, uh, in high school. I, tried, I was at Jensen Beach High School for my first year, and that's when he was a senior. Um, but, I mean, I'm good friends with his brother. Um, so I knew him, and then Brad was one of my good buddies going to college. It was it was nice. Your freshman year, you went seven and five with a three point three zero ERA, and then you had seventy three Ks to go along with it. And you also uh, tossed a complete game at USF on mm-hmm. May second of that year. Uh, what was it feeling like throwing a complete game in your uh, first year in college? Um, honestly, I can't. I don't necessarily remember throwing it. I know I obviously I did it. Um, I remember it was long. It was definitely a lot longer than one inning. So um, it was fun. All, all the games start running together after those, what, the three? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I had a gap year with my shoulder surgery. So that was, it seemed like a long time ago. You had a 4.26 ERA with five quality starts your sophomore year. Um, 
your name, you were named uh, on the all, all, all American Conference uh, honor roll. How hard is was it to balance college workload and the sports, uh, college sports? So that year was a really difficult year for me. Uh, not necessarily with school or um, or in baseball. It was just difficult. I was battling shoulder injury. That's kind of when um, I started having shoulder issues with my labrum. Um, didn't know exactly what it was. Couldn't figure it out why why I was why I was having issues. Um, just kept battling through it and battling through it. Um, workload and 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 trying to balance that with uh, athletics. It wasn't so much hard to balance it. It was hard for me to figure out what what was wrong with my shoulder. That was that was my main concern. So it wasn't. I never really had a problem with school. It was just more that one year that I was really kind of struggling. On the, on the field with uh, performance-wise um, due to the shoulder. You also played in the Cape Cod League that year with a fellow Blue Jay, Kevin Smith. Mm -hmm. um, can you give us a little insight into what the Cape Cod League is like uh, and things that you remember that for that summer? Uh, it, was, it was awesome up there. I was only up there for a couple weeks, and then I came back, I came back home for, uh, to get an MRI on my shoulder. Um, but while I was up there, it was awesome. Weather was beautiful. Um, fans were obviously pretty, um, pretty lively. Um, it was a great experience. It was nice to go up there and just see how the Cape was and experience summer ball for my first year. And uh, you've talked about it your junior year. You missed uh, due to an injury. Talk us through your road to recovery a little bit and what helped you stay positive through it all? Um, what helped me stay positive was just knowing my work ethic. I knew that I was going to come back. There was no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I knew. Um, I was putting in the work to to be ready for the the following year. Um, I knew what I wanted to do in life. I wanted to play professional baseball. Um, so I never really let uh, that surgery kind of bring me down. I just kind of use that as kind of motivation and not necessarily a setback. And then you came back in your uh, redshirt junior year. You went uh, five and zero, and you also held batters to a one eighty five batting average. Uh, looking back on your time at UCF, do you have a favorite memory? Favorite memory, let's see. Um, on or off the field? Nothing really in specific. Um, like I said, everything there was just a great experience. Uh, I guess my best experience or best thing that I can look back onto is getting drafted and having the opportunity of being drafted. Um, that was awesome, especially after having that surgery. You rocked us in right to your next question. So take us back to draft day. What were you doing? How was it? Uh, what was going on? Yeah, so draft day. I was back home. Uh, we got knocked out of our conference tournament early. I was back home. Um, nothing really crazy. I wasn't having a draft party. I knew I, nothing was really going to happen early, um, given the circumstances. Um, so I was just kind of hanging out with family, washing my truck, just doing a normal day, just kind of hanging out, waiting for a call, waiting for a call, and it finally came. Um, but yeah, it, it was a good day. It was, everybody was super excited and just knowing, knowing that uh, all that work paid off, so. Your, uh, so your first year, you uh, had three starts in Bluefield uh, before you became a full-time reliever. Uh, what is that transition like going uh, from starting to being a reliever now? The biggest thing for me that first year was trying to get my arm warmed up. I was used to kind of having a routine building up to uh, that start. Um, 
yeah, it was really just kind of the warm up time in the pen. I didn't really know how to handle myself in the pen. I didn't know when I should start stretching. Didn't know what my role was at that point. I didn't know what I was doing. Just kind of just wung it or winged it at that point. I just started stretching. Kind of seemed like throughout the game, didn't know what was going on. So some of the guys that were full time relievers at that point, they kind of guided me in the way and what I should do and kind of how to prepare myself. Next year, you led the Midwest League in saves last year. What was working well for you in Lansing? Um, I mean, different days had different things. Some days it was my fastball, some days it was my slider, some days it was nothing. Uh, I guess the one thing that just worked was just having a mentality that I only had to get three outs. I always went out there just saying it's – I was a starter. I had to get – I went four or five innings many times. So I was like, if I can do that, I can do get three outs. So that's just kind of bulldogging the way through and had some, has had some good outings, had some bad outings, but it's all, all worked out. How was the, how nice was the honor of getting uh, selected to the Midwest league all-star uh, postseason all-star team at the end of the year? Uh, it was pretty cool. Um, it was just another, another day. I really, I was, when Dallas told me I was just warming up on the line for another game. So um, wasn't really expecting. I was really just, uh, um, trying to just keep the team the stay in the game. I wanted to make sure we got the win, so wasn't really concerned with my my own stats. What a team player! <laughs> uh, you you kind of you got uh, called up here to Dunedin last year in 2019, and uh, we were in obviously a bit of a weird position playing at Jack Russell Stadium while mm -hmm. the TD Ballpark is being built. You come in here. How was that one experience uh, in Dunedin last year? Uh, it was awesome. It was ha everything happened so quick. I got called up and had the double or had a game. Didn't didn't play that game. Um, following day was a was a doubleheader and it happened to be the last last day of season. So it was fun while it lasted. When baseball returns, whenever that will be, what are some big goals? Uh, when, what are some big goals for you? I'm really just trying to take another stepping stone where I, where I left off last year. Um, just want to keep climbing, climbing, obviously, until I get to the big leagues. Um, um, specific goals, necessarily, just kind of um, what we've talked about with the, the team, um, just kind of executing fastballs. Um, had some times last year where I was trying to get – they want me to elevate the fastball, and I just lived down. Um, it's kind of something that I was hammered in college my first two years to live down the zone. Um, so that's really one of the goals for me. We kind of buried the lead here, uh, but you had a great 2019 season, obviously. But 2019 and going into 2020 here now, it's pretty exciting for you. You got married. You're having a kid. Mm -hmm. You started a business. Uh -huh. how, do you, how can you describe this past year for you? A whirlwind of everything. Uh, a lot of emotions, a lot of ups, a lot of downs. Um, more ups than downs. So it's a lot, lot to, uh, a lot going on for sure. You want to talk a little bit about your business? Uh, what, what kind of business is it? Uh, it's a fishing apparel company. Um, not as, I guess I, guess, I can't just say fishing. It's going to be when it's scaled up, fishing, surfing, anything to do with the water. I'm actually wearing a hat and shirt right now. I've just kind of got to support it. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to bring quality, quality gear to anybody that's a sea fanatic. That's, that's the name of it. So <laughs> um, 
pretty cut and dry. So, C Fanatic, where can they find you? You guys, you guys got uh, social media up and running yet? Uh, where, where, how do you spell it? Where they can find? Where can they find you at? Yeah, I have a, a website, Instagram, Facebook. Um, all that's up and running. Shop's up and running. Um, it's spelled S E A C, and then Fanatic instead of Fanatic. It's Fanatic F I N A T I C. Yeah, definitely. We'll have to definitely uh, check out check it out. And fans, make sure you go check out C Fanatic and go go support Cree's business and get some get some good uh, outer beach wear and some some fishing wear. I know that's uh, really big down here in Florida. So you're mm-hmm. you're definitely in the right market. So. We want to thank you so much, Cree, for taking some time to sit down and talk some baseball with us. Anything you'd like to say to the fans out there? Oh, stay strong. Everybody's in this together. We'll be back soon. Thank you, Cree, and thank you, fans, for joining us for another edition of Jay's Talking. Matt, Andrew, and Cree Finfrock signing off. Thank you.